how we met. <laughs> it's so crazy that even though it's been a little over 10 years, it's crazy how I still feel certain things and how certain emotions try to get the best of me, but I've been healing and I'm still healing. Um, that was a chapter in my life that I will never forget. 2012, the year 2012 will forever be the worst year of my life. It was, it was a devastating time. Yeah, very liberating. Um, now, throughout these episodes, um, I hope that um, some of you may resonate with what I'm saying and hopefully it also guides you um, to some type of healing. Um, and if not, then if you're just listening to this just to um, gain some entertainment then I hope it entertains you well <laughs> but just to kind of give you guys a better insight of who I am and why this was such a big deal for me um, I grew up in a small town and I grew up in a conservative Christian household so you can already imagine that homosexuality was not a thing and if we ever discussed it um, I only heard negative things. I only heard horrible things about homosexuality. Um, not only would I hear it at home, but I also would hear it at church. Now, mind you, it wasn't a big thing at home. It wasn't like my parents would always bash on on homosexuality. Um, but whenever it would become a subject... Um, my parents would express how they felt about it, which to me was horrible <laughs> because at a very young age, I kind of knew I was different. Not that I kind of, I knew I was different. Just to give you an idea, when I was in um, kindergarten, I had the biggest crush on my best friend at the time. And then when I was in middle school, also I had a huge crush on my best friend. So I kind of knew, and it made it very hard because I kind of hated myself for that. And I made it my mission to control this secret to the best of my ability. I could not imagine my parents finding out about my biggest secret or anyone else for that matter. But... My biggest fear, again, was that my family would find out. I, I could not imagine what would happen. Um, I honestly thought that my parents would abandon me. So that's who, who, that's how I grew up. And as I began to get older, I, I, I would submerge myself in church activities. I was the youth leader. I was part of the praise and worship team I would even occasionally preach and I would do that there, there was two motives to that one motive was my devotion to God and second motive was to help me drown out um, the gay side of me 
I, I didn't want I didn't want to how can I put it I I didn't want to leave any room for that side of me to emerge and I would do everything that I could in my power to to change my mannerisms and to I guess uh, trick people into not not wanting to know more about me I don't know it's just I, I would try my best to to become someone that I wasn't but as I got older I began to realize that no matter how much I prayed no, ma- no matter how much I fasted and no matter how much I cried this was a part of me and I knew that at one point in time later on in the future I would have the opportunity to further explore that side of me that I hadn't and so when I become of age when I became of age I had moved out of my parents house I moved to Las Vegas which wasn't too far away from my home Um, I lived there for a few years and um, when I had the opportunity I would I would explore and there was a time when um, I decided to download an app and it was a dating app but it was very similar to Grindr and I decided to give it a go and this is when I met the person that changed my life forever Um, we're gonna call him Daniel let me just say that when this man messaged me um, for the first time I <laughs> I couldn't believe that he was messaging me because based on his pictures on his profile he looked like he looked like a model like he he was gorgeous he was hot he was cute he had it all um I remember when I went over his profile I read a little bit about his description and it looked like he wanted something serious um didn't look like he was looking for a one night stand and um i saw how tall he was and uh he was i I think he had put he was six one or six two i know that he was tall he had a defining jawline his complexion reminded me of caramel like it was just this perfect complexion um he was latino which was a huge plus at the time and what what really really distinguished him from everyone else was he could carry a conversation and his questions were always open-ended he wanted to get to know me he would ask questions about me it just he was intriguing and within a couple of days i mean we were messaging back and forth every day and he would send me good morning messages he would send me messages throughout the day just saying how he would he was thinking about me and he would say all these lovey-dovey things like like you're gorgeous i can't wait to meet you and things like that and it just i i was so excited and i could not wait to actually meet him which i want to say within two weeks we had um we had set up a, a date to meet up for the first time and you know get to know each other
And this was super exciting. We had um, decided to meet up in front of the um, water fountains uh, in front of the Bellagio. And when I want to say when the day came, um, I was so excited. I remember um, I couldn't find anything to wear. Like I didn't know I had never been on a date in my life. So I didn't know, you know, how I was supposed to dress or how to carry myself. In the end, I, I, I remember I got a bun-up shirt and um, I had put on some jeans and I put on some sneakers, some high-top sneakers, which I thought were super cool at the time. Um, and uh, I made my way. We met up like around 7 o'clock. I know it was dark already. And listen, the the amount of chemistry that we had was was ridiculously strong. Um, I remember when we first saw each other, we kind of waved at each other with our phones and we kind of instantly knew that we were who we were. Um, he was exactly as I saw on his profile, if anything, better. Have you guys ever come across someone that you, you know, you see on, you know, through pictures online or on someone else's phone? But then when you meet them in person, you're like, holy shit, you look better <laughs> in person. And I don't mean that in an offensive way. It's just he looked gorgeous in the pic in, in, in the pictures already. But in person, holy shit. <laughs> and I remember that we didn't say much. I just remember that we went in for the hug. And that hug was electrifying. I had never felt anything like that in my life. I remember I, I felt like lightning bolts kind of like, like, I don't know, like coming out of like the ins, like from my stomach and they would shoot, it would shoot all over my body, throughout my legs, my, my arms, my hands, my fingers were tingling. And that hug felt like it was the most longest yet time stopping experience ever i don't know if that made any sense but <laughs> that's how i felt um and i remember um because he was he's much taller than me I, he was like six one or six two and i well i'm five nine so like my face was like buried into his chest and he had this cologne on that to this day if i smell it on anyone it just memories flood back to that hug and i remember just smelling him and just thinking if i ever doubted that i was gay <laughs> i now know hands down that i am because it felt so right it felt so good and throughout that day um i remember we um it was it was so romantic like again i had never experienced a date in my life so i had nothing to compare it to but let me just say that it felt amazing and better than seeing it in a movie um we walked down a little bit down the strip we um i remember we sat in front of the uh, caesar's palace outside and the the conversation would never end. I remember it was just 
back and forth, just wanting to know each other. There was this thirst of wanting to know each other, this interest. And I remember thinking inside of me, like, I think he's the one. <laughs> I think, I think I can see myself with this guy. And, um, again, the chemistry was so strong and just everything in that, that night worked so well. Um, before we left, um, we went, we walked in front of the Bellagio again. We, um, he was behind me and he was kind of embracing me and it was, again, <laughs> amazing. Like he would kind of put his hands um, around me and, um, the one song that came on was a Titanic song. Um, I forget what it's called, but it was so romantic. And I remember just kind of melting in his arms. And when it was time to go, um, he walked me to the parking garage. And um, we couldn't keep our hands off of each other. And mind you, I wasn't out yet. I was, I was still very much so closeted. But being around this guy... I didn't care. I didn't care who saw me. I didn't care what people thought of me or us. I just wanted to be around him. I just, I felt so secure around him. I felt like all my worries were gone. And things got a little heated. Um, I'm not going to lie. I remember he, we started to make out and he pushed me against a car and he lifted me up to his level and just started kissing me and i remember thinking holy fuck this is amazing what in the shit is this again i had never experienced anything like that so it was holy cow it was amazing and um we were there for like i want to say a good and maybe half hour to an hour and the only reason why we stopped was because it was getting very, very, very hot. Like, I mean, sexually hot. Um, he didn't pull my pants down only because a group of people were walking by. And so that's when we called it quits. But again, just to give you an idea of how strong the chemistry was between us physically. And I want to say emotionally as well. I mean, it was there. It was definitely there. So then um, we set up our next date and we had set up our date in this place called uh, Town Square in Las Vegas. Um, it's really close to the airport. It's a really nice area to go shopping outdoors and um, there's good restaurants and whatnot. So we met up there and um, um, that was more of an intimate um, date. Uh, we, I remember... I opened up to him about everything um, in my life. I was very transparent. He was also very open about things in his life. And I remember telling him about um, about my situation. I remember telling him, you know what, Daniel, uh, I really like you. And I feel like I need to be very clear with you. Because at that point, we had already discussed what we were looking for in, in a relationship. And one of the things that we had mentioned was um, we wanted transparency. We wanted um, complete trust. 
and um, he did mention prior to that that he had a lot he had a few terrible experience um, dating guys especially guys at my age because mind you at that time he was 26 and I had just turned 21 and so he had mentioned that he had really bad experiences with younger guys and so I, I wanted to be as fair as possible and I wanted to be as clear as possible and transparent with him and so I found that that was my opportunity. Um, again, I had told him, hey, Daniel, so um, I want to be clear with you. I want, I want you to know exactly who I am and where I stand. Um, I told him that I was, I was still heavily involved in the church. I was still at the time um, the youth leader, and I was part of the praise and worship team. Um, but I also told him that... Uh, but also that I wasn't out yet. Um, but I made it known. I remember telling him, you know what? Um, even though I am still in the church, uh, I want to come out. Um, I, I don't want to hide anymore. But the only thing stopping me from coming out is I don't want to come out alone. I don't know how my parents will react. And I, I, I cannot bear being abandoned by my parents. That's my biggest fear I don't want to be abandoned by my parents and I want someone to be by my side I want that special person to be by my side to help me through that process and I remember him telling me like no don't worry um, I, I completely understand um, we all at one point have to come out and or we all at one point were closeted um, something between the, those lines and I just remember thinking like yeah, he is. He's definitely the one. Like, he's so understanding. He's so caring. Like, yeah, he's the one. And um, I remember him telling me also um, some of his fears and how much he appreciated how open I was. Because, again, he was emphasizing on his terrible experiences dating younger guys prior. And... From that point, um, we got even closer. Um, I would visit him at his place occasionally, and um, he couldn't come to my place because at that time I had just moved in with my parents, back in with my parents. Um, and um, and the reason why I had moved in with them is because I had gotten a job that was closer to where they lived. So I couldn't bring him over. But again, he knew about that. And so, um, I remember, uh, there, uh, we had, we had certain rules that we had established that kind of solidified the relationship and made me want to come out even more. Um, I remember, uh, when I would visit him, we would have these bonding moments that words can't describe, um, we wouldn't talk much, but just the energy in the air, the silence, and the body language said it all. And to go back as to um, the things that would solidify the relationship, um, one of the rules that we had set, or that he had set, was um, we weren't going to have sex until six months later. Um, because according to him, he felt that every time he was in a relationship and they would it would lead to sex they would break up immediately or soon after 
so he didn't want to do that he wanted to try something different and i was all for it i thought that was a great idea um because i was at that at that, at that time even though i was very physically attracted to him um i was more drawn to that emotional energy and to that vulnerability that he was offering and believe me there were <laughs> there were times that that six month rule did not exist um there was this one time where um i had vi- i had gone to his house i brought him dinner i had brought him panda cuz he liked chinese food i remember that and um i remember we were sitting there we we had dinner together and then we then went to his bedroom and he just wanted to cuddle and i was all for it <laughs> yeah no <laughs> um things got things got heated um i remember him feeling up on me and just telling me how much he couldn't resist me and that of course set me over the edge like um i remember getting on top of him and well then you can imagine what happened next i again we didn't fully have sex um but we did have intercourse and that drove him insane <laughs> i remember him asking me like are you sure you're a church boy because uh the things you just did <laughs> ah and i get i get flustered even talking about it because guys i really don't have much experience either and as y'all get to know me you'll you'll see why either way it was a hot moment and um that night i i had let him i i also let him know that um i had a, a trip coming up mind you this trip i had planned well before i had met him and it was to visit one of my fr- good friends in in dallas and i i let him know that i was going to go visit my friend in dallas and it was going to be for a, just for a weekend uh he didn't really like that um I could see in his face that there was um like some type of uncertainty like he I wouldn't say worried that he was worried but he had this look of um like he couldn't how can I put it not so much that he was worried about my safety but more so he was worried about what I was going to do out there if that makes any sense Again, I was very transparent with them. I had told them that I was going to visit my, a very good friend of mine and that I was going to go out to Dallas to visit him and it was just going to be for a weekend. And before leaving to Dallas, I stopped by his place and just to say my goodbyes and just to kind of, you know, let him know that I was going to leave. And everything seemed fine up until um, up until then like um I remember Um I had my cousins with me and we had stopped by his house and again they didn't know anything about me but I I um I went to his house I knocked on his door and I woke him up <laughs> he was asleep already and um yeah I told him I was like hey Daniel uh, I'm I'm, I'm going to leave tomorrow morning and you know I just want to let you know that um that I care about you and I miss you and um you know just message me don't forget about me and 
just things like that, you know. And I remember we hugged for, again, which seemed like forever. Man, that guy could give some amazing hugs. <laughs> I'm just going to say that right now. Um, we hugged, we kissed, and it just everything seemed normal. Like, everything seemed like, at that point, it seemed like he was okay with the idea. And this is going to lead to the next episode. <laughs>